Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equip to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equip to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Hi, friends. Welcome to Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Albers. Today, we're going to be talking about homeschooling in the Hispanic community. Many people don't know much about it or how fast it's growing. And you may think, oh, I don't need to listen to this, but I think you'll be surprised. I have a guest in the studio, Anna Bagnuli. She and her husband started a ministry many years ago where they were just serving the Hispanic population and community around the world. They've started locally, have some ministries going on locally, but then they decided that they were going to host a Hispanic conference. It is grown. This is their second annual conference that they have held. I've known them for many years. She's a mom to three. She and her husband were not born in America. Her husband, Richard, was born in Uruguay, and she was born in Colombia. They've been married for 14 years. They've got a nonprofit called Transitioned, where they actually help families that are pulling their kids out of the school system and they're homeschooling them and they don't really know what to do and the language can be a barrier. And so they've created this whole community just for them. So we're going to have this discussion about what they see happening and the work that's happening around the world. Stick around. I know you're going to enjoy this conversation. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Equipped to Be podcast. I'm your host, Connie Albers, and I have a great guest in the studio today. Anna is married to Ricardo, and they run a ministry to the Hispanic community. They actually even run a Hispanic conference down in the Miami area in Florida. For those of you in India and Switzerland and all the places that you listen to, that is a place in Florida here in the United States. So just kind of clarifying that. But Anna's got three beautiful kids. I've known her for a long, long time. I'm so excited about the heart and passion that she has for this community and the homeschool world in general. And that's kind of like how this all got birthed. I just know you're going to love our conversation about what they're doing, how they're serving the homeschoolers and their community. So I think you're going to enjoy this. Anna, thank you so much for joining me on the Equipped to Be podcast. How are you? Hi, Connie. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me in this space so special to many. Yeah, we go back a pretty good way. As I was trying to remember, how many years have we actually known each other? And do you remember? I think at least eight years. Yeah, I was. You were actually one of the first speakers I saw speaking here at the Florida Convention when I was starting to homeschool. I remember that. And your kids were so sweet, so well-mannered. Well, you know, it's funny because as you were kind of dipping your toes into the homeschool world, it wasn't very long actually before you started seeing a great need and you and Ricardo started a transition education, correct? That was like the first thing you started. So you started having some extracurricular activities for the community in the state of Florida, but it quickly became national and international, didn't it? Tell me a little bit about that. You're absolutely right. We, it all began with seeing the need in the Hispanic families to have access to so many materials and resources we were enjoying in English. And it was our heart to be able to transfer that to those 
parents that come from other countries and immigrate to this state. So we started just inquiring, praying, asking questions, and truly praying how we could bless others with homeschooling. And we sort started with friends and family. They were always obviously noticing something different in regards of how we lived, our lifestyle, the education we were offering our children. At that time, countercultural for us because we come from Hispanic countries and uh, homeschool was not very, very known for our circle. So that's how it all started. Then fast forward in 2017, we found a transition and we just started with little workshops, small groups, just like when we started homeschooling, we attended several workshops. We started doing the same thing online and in person answering questions to our circle of friends and family. And the Lord just blessed us with giving us the opportunity to run the first conference for the Hispanic community completely in Spanish last year. And we found out that we were meeting a great need. A lot of people came alongside. A lot of resources came alongside. It really was made possible by the effort and the hearts of so many that are addressing this need in the Hispanic community. I remember conversations early on. You and Ricardo have quickly become quite the leaders in this space and influencers in introducing the Hispanic community to not just homeschooling, like how do you teach math, but how to build family structures. And I know in some of our conversations that was a big passion to you about roles and about building a family. You know, homeschooling is a vehicle. It's not the sole vehicle. Yes. I mean, it's not, you don't put all your eggs into the homeschool basket and think you're going to have this amazing family. That's just an aspect of it. And I have the privilege of watching that play out and watching God expand your ministry and help meet other folks, other leaders. He's expanded your voice. What I've always noticed is how you constantly refer back to the Lord is doing it. I haven't heard in all these years of knowing you, look how great we are, look how smart we are. I mean, obviously, y'all are great people. I love you to death. And you are smart people because you've been able to build this, but it's all been at the Lord's leading. And there's a lot of things you've said no to, a lot of things you've said yes to, times you've had to say, hey, we got to stop because at the end of the day, we got to raise our own kids. I mean, what good is it Amen. to save the world and then lose our own children, right? You just describe it so well. Yes, this is a family ministry for families. We serve from a family to, to many families, and we try to stay true to the original design, which is family. And that's God's design. Uh, homeschooling is a powerful tool to raise our children at home, and we love it. We're passionate about education, but we understand that the most important part in homeschooling is that first word, home. And without that home structure, without those healthy relationships without God in the center of everything, without the character, it's very hard to homeschool. And that's, I think, one of the biggest struggles people run into, especially in our community, because we're very academic. We're very competitive. A lot of parents that come to us, they have two or three degrees on them, and they're very competitive, and they think that homeschooling is just putting their kids at home and making them even more competitive. And we have to reorganize that, that train of thought because truly education starts from a relationship and many call it discipleship, which is also accurate, but good education established through relationships. And I think that's what you and I agree on. A relationship is the bond and it's biblical. Absolutely. 
Our creator establishes a bond, a relationship, and from there you build a ministry. So in everything we do, we always go back to the principles which holds us together. And even though we share about homeschooling, we are sharing about principles. Yeah, you know, going back to the whole degree thing, I think you hold like several yourself. I personally, having homeschooled all the kids, I don't believe it's like, hey, we don't do anything, but what the kids want to do, (laughs) people think that's kind of lazy. I'm not saying that, you know, where, hey, self-paced, what they want to do it, we let them pursue it. No, sometimes you just got to sit down and do your math. And so uh, there is a balance and I've lived that balance. And I know you're in the process of that. So tell our listeners, there is an explosive movement. I recently had the opportunity to speak in the US, a national media outlet who is fascinated by this explosive growth in homeschooling. They can't quite figure it out. And I'm like, it's really a no brainer. When you look at what's happening in the school systems and how upset parents are, it's like, hello, that's really not that hard. But you have a different perspective. One, because Y'all came from another country. You're now in America, and you have founded an Hispanic ministry and a homeschool conference. Your second annual Hispanic conference is in the state of Florida in mid-April. And so what compelled you to start this, and what do you see the big needs for families in the Hispanic community? Well, we were trying to find a way and we prayed for an opportunity to speed up processes of educating parents about a homeschooling. We had done it for quite a while in small groups, which I think are very effective. But as you just mentioned, there's so many things happening at the same time. Parents are really concerned, desperate. Children are asking not to be sent to school And we have a powerful tool to offer them, which is home education. So the first conference emerged from that sense of urgency that we felt. And we approached several of our allies in this conference with that burden of urgency to educate the Hispanic family and offer them all these tools so they can start building their home from inside out and go back to the principles and really preserve their kids' purpose and, you know, see them flourish. And this is something parents can do. We just need some training. And that's why we also found a transition. We understand we need training. We need equipment here, spiritually, emotionally, academically. And that's why our vision is to train those parents and teach them how to establish this home education system at home. So I think the Lord just gave us the opportunity. And since we knew that was a need, a lot of these people came along with us. And the first conference was possible last year. We even had international leadership attending in people from other states. So we were really surprised in a good way to see the response. And now here on the second year, with double the exhibitors, with great speakers this year addressing parental rights, home education, and biblical worldview. Yeah. Do you think you're too late on the scene to save what's going on? Are you optimistic? I know you're hosting the conference, so clearly you're optimistic, but uh, (laughs) do you feel discouraged? Do you feel like as a country, we're behind the eight ball, so to speak? I don't think we're behind. I do think we need to pick up pace. I think there's still an opportunity. There's still doors that we can access and that we can keep open for families to keep on educating their children, establishing at home biblical worldview and discipling their kids. But uh, we cannot be naive. And I think that's a, a big concern 
Uh, that's why we want to educate the parent in conferences like this. It's really needed to understand the times we're living in, what has been going on. There's a lot of misinformation. A lot of people don't follow history either or how government works. And there's a straight relationship between government and education. And we see some parents don't understand that. Others do. And we need to remove all those doubts, answer questions, because there's answers. What I feel is that there's been a huge opposition of getting these opportunities and getting these tools to parents and speaking truth. And that's why we are trying to create these spaces that is now reaching international levels because we're also hosting the second conference online. I believe homeschooling is for the entire world. I think it's a worldwide global movement. And nowadays, technology helps us to spread those words out. And really, we cannot do it ourselves. We always put the Lord in the center. I agree with you there. And I love how you said there's a lot of fear out there. Let's be honest. People are afraid. They're afraid for their children. I'm afraid for my grandkids. And I sit back and I have to remind myself, my daughter and my daughter-in-law, they're not afraid. There's some things that concern them. You know, I'm the one that's worried. And the Lord will have to remind me, they're born for such a time as this. Yes. Your children are born for this turmoil, for this upheaval that's going on culturally, they're born for this. And it is our responsibility, whether we're parents, and now we're seeing a tremendous amount of grandparents now involved in the homeschool mm -hmm. movement, which I frankly absolutely love. And the reason I love it is it's showing that families are kind of coming back yes. together. It's not your kids have their kids and, oh, well, have fun, and I'll see you on Christmas. They're involved. They're deeply involved, and they're supporting their kids as they raise their children. They're praying for them. They're asking them. I ask my daughter and my daughter-in-law all the time, what can I do? How can I support you? You know, my job is not to raise your child. Mm -hmm. My job is to support you. And if that means you need help with X, Y, or Z, sure, I can step in and do that. And, you know, my kids have even started talking about what it's going to look like when they homeschool their kids. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of the pattern we want to be establishing. So I love that you are hopeful. I love that you're doing this conference. You know, I've been a huge supporter and advocate for what y'all are doing. I'm sorry, I can't be there. Maybe next year for the third annual, but you're going to be live streaming it. You've got social media. You're really good about that. You've laid all the structural frameworks. Where can people find you? Where can they go find the live stream or the replay or get involved with what you're doing? Well, our official registration page is on our website, which is www.transitioneducation.net. And I'm sure people are going to be able to find that information. Everything is on our website. Registration, how to become involved, who's coming, the agenda, uh, costs of tickets, and everything that is happening on that day. We're very social. So you can find us also on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and we have a Telegram group that you can join. And keep up to date with everything that is happening. You know, the conference, it's a starting point for us. After that, more things are coming and we give continuation to that work that begins here on April 15th. 
Yeah. So now all of your information, where to find you, information about the conference. But as listeners, obviously they do. They'll hear this in a week or a year or a few months after. They'll still be able to go find you because you're still there. You're going to be leading the way and supporting families, supporting parents as they learn how to build a family and how to educate their children. And so you're not going anywhere, which is why I wanted to have you on the show and put a spotlight on the work that is put before you and how y'all are so faithfully stewarding that. And go over to ConnieAlberts.com. I'll have all the links in there, where you can find them, how you can connect with them. If you know someone, which probably you do, that is in the Hispanic community and they're toying around with the idea because like I was saying, this media outlet that reached out to me, they're blown away by the explosive growth. I believe it's only going to continue. And I believe we have to build strong relationships and strong connections and support each other in this journey because we're never going to be able to do it alone. So as we close up in this last minute, Anna, what's a, like a parting word of encouragement or something you just want to share with my listeners? I just want to point back to what you were saying about the encouragement and the support of your generation, of those grandparents that are stepping to the plate. Uh, we also see that in, in our community. And I would like to encourage people to start coming back together and your generation to join our generation so that we can see the next generation flourish and thrive. I do agree that our kids and your grandchildren were designed and built for times like this but they need the support of previous generations. And that's just how God works. He works through generational processes. And I am enjoying right now the blessing of a previous generation. But your grandchildren and my children are going to enjoy the fruit of the labor that we are doing right now. So we do really need to come together, support each other. We are working in the Hispanic community, but I know the growth, it's global. So there's people in Europe, there's people in Africa, there's people here in the United States all working with the same heart and strengthening the family nucleus. So stay tuned because I think we are in a momentum and we need to jump in and let it push us in the direction where the Lord wants us to do. Well, thank you, Anna. Thank you for coming on the program. Thank you for being part of Equipped to Be. And listeners, thank you for tuning in every week. Share it with a friend. Tell them to tune in, subscribe, and subscribe to our email list. That way, you will always be notified when a new episode drops here on Equipped to Be. And we are excited about the work God is doing here and the, the people that we are able to impact. Thank you for listening from all around the world. We're grateful for you, and we'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.